0: welcome to biohackers lab a place where we talk to smart people who are figuring out how to improve health in interesting ways join us to discover how you can biohack your life your body starting today
1: hello everyone and welcome to biohackers lab i'm your host gary kirwan and on today's episode i have michelle lundell and he is the founder of ketonics which is what we're going to be talking about today so to just give you a little bit of background about him he is the inventor and founder of the Ketonics Breath Ketone Analyzer, which is the world's first commercial ketone breath analyzer available. Michelle has a background as a software engineer and invented the ketonics to help him manage his own personal treatment of epilepsy. So Michelle, thank you for so much for coming on to the show today
0: thank you for letting me come
1: yeah so i've been wanting to get you on for a long time because i personally have a ketonics device and I, I know it's unfortunately the uh, one of the the first devices out there uh, so it's this is an old version compared to what's available on the markets nowadays uh where you've been upgrading the device even more um but so I've had a keen interest in in ketosis and measuring nutritional ketosis. And I love the idea that you don't have to do something invasive. You can use your breath to be able to analyze that. So before we get into that scenario, I, I'd like the listeners to be able to maybe understand why you developed the ketonics device in the first place.
0: Okay. <clears throat> it started out when um, I got... Um diagnosed of having epilepsy. I had uh, two seizures, uh, grand mal seizures. And um, after the second one, they said, you got epilepsy. So you have to uh, eat this medicine for the rest of your life. And um, they gave me something called Lamotrigine, which is, it should be a kind form of of, uh, epilepsy drug. But uh, after one year on this drug, it um, my family noticed that my personality had changed a lot. So I wasn't the the person they know one year earlier. So I had to find alternative to this medicine. Uh, and um, while doing that, I I found the ketogenic diet for for epilepsy is. Uh, have have the same efficacy as as uh, as as medication so um i told my neurologist that i want to change i want to try this diet instead because the side effects are not as bad as the drugs and um he actually asked me to get 2 weeks to study this so it it's um it's probably not a common knowledge of uh, neurologists to, to know about the diet. Uh, they, they get educated in, in medication and drugs instead. Anyway, he came back and he said, well, the, the efficacy is the same. Uh, so we can try this. Uh, but you have to prove that you are in that you can manage this diet and get into ketosis. So he gave me a month to 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 prove this, and um, I did like everybody else. I was peeing on strips, I was uh, buying uh, blood strips, and uh, it was messy and it was uh, expensive. These blood strips, and um, so um, in the process of of doing this, trying to get into high ketosis, uh, I, I investigated the 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 actual process in the body. Uh, is there any other way to measure this? And uh, I found that acetone is, is, uh, is a byproduct. It's uh, from, from the acetoacetate, which is uh, produced when the body is uh, in ketosis. So I, uh, I did a lot of testing and uh, found out that, well, uh, it isn't it is better than the urine strips, and um, compared to the blood values, I couldn't really get a good correlation. Uh, But uh, when I was in high ketosis, uh, according to the blood strips, I I also were in high ketosis according to my acetone uh, device that I made for myself. So um, I started to, to develop this and I and I contacted, um, the diet doctor about this to, to see what he was, what do you think about a device like this? And he, he encouraged me to, um, develop it further. And that's when ketonics was born.
2: Oh, wow.
1: So, and this is, um, what I read back in about, uh, it's not that long ago, even it was about 2012 or 20, uh, when, when was your first seizure?
0: Uh, my first seizure was, uh, like, uh, 2006 and the second seizure I had, uh, was 2012, ah, 11, 12 somewhere.
1: Yeah. yeah so your story is interesting because this is adult onset of epilepsy. Yeah. So you didn't have it until a few years ago.
0: Exactly. they, 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 they made a brain scan and they found something they call they they thought was a brain tumor so for uh, 6 months uh, i was diagnosed with a brain tumor and um uh then they they found out it it, it doesn't grow it doesn't um, it, it just th- there is something they they can't say it's, it's a tumor they can't say what it is it's a ubo unidentified brain object so uh, but it's in the wrong place. So it might have been that that caused my, my seizures, but I have no idea uh, okay. if, if it's that or not. So, um,
1: so yeah, because uh, I've had um, Emma Williams from Matthews Friends, and we've talked about using the ketogenic diet for epilepsy control and how it's only becoming a little bit more mainstream in the uk for children but still a tiny bit but for adults it's also like as you said it, you hardly hear of it being a treatment modality within the hospitals for adults with epilepsy so mm-hmm. I, yeah i can relate to how at least you had a very forward thinking neurologist who went right let's give this a go so yep. um i'll be interested now are you still on any epileptic medication now or are you completely managing your your um epilepsy through the diet uh
0: i have no medication since uh this 2000 since 2014 so it's three years without
1: medication oh well, that's fantastic that's brilliant yeah to, and uh, that's what i love about this to think you just changed your diet which helped to heal your, your neurology and you don't have to take very harsh medications which create severe side effects like you found your your family found personality change so because epilepsy tre- medication is is very strong
2: yeah, yeah. it is
1: yeah so i lo- that's why i love this uh this diet and ketones and brain health um so You've you are already touched a little bit on about the accuracy element and I think that is something I, I would like to address of uh people wondering about the urine strips to test the ketone levels uh or the blood or the or the uh the acetone levels through your device, the ketonics. And you've you've I I like it that you've already mentioned there's not a correlation between beta hydroxybutyrate, which is the blood tests, and the breath, which is acetone. Um But there is a correlation between acetone and glucose, which I found interesting.
0: Yes. um, All these correlations uh, have puzzled me for for, for a long time. And um, all the tests that I'm doing, uh, I'm breath testing, maybe 20 times a day. And in the beginning, I was Testing blood and glucose and and uh, pee strips and, and everything. Um, the correlation between blood and 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 acetone, the breath. Then that is, it exists in some situations, but the the, the big difference between Beta-hydroxybutyrate and acetone is that the beta-hydroxybutyrate is the excess of acetoacetate, which isn't used for energy. So it's it's a buffer of energy that can that the body can use whenever is needed, and and that is something that is that your body gets more efficient to produce. So in in the beginning. A lot of acetoacetate spills out into the urine, which you can measure. And you can see that you increase the the, the acetoacetate in the urine. Uh, later on, when the body gets more adapted, more efficient of, of using this, it gets more into the blood. But the, acety- the acetone comes from the acetoacetate and disappears it doesn't buffer up in in the in, in the body to be used it just gets out of your body all the time so when body is breaking down fat it produces acetoacetate and acetone the acetoacetate that isn't used will buffer up in blood and this buffer in blood can be used by the body whenever it, it needs energy uh, it also reflects how well you can use this beta-hydroxybutyrate uh, there is a there's a man in south africa robert um, miller that is has studied this and he says uh if you have high beta-hydroxybutyrate and and uh, and low breath acetone, you have an issue with NAD+, and that's getting technical. Uh, I I don't think I should explain that. That should be Robert. But um, to me, having measured this so much, I would say it's a better correlation with glucose. Because when your glucose is low, that means that your body is trying to Refill your glycogen stores, and it might need some more glucose. But as you're not eating glucose uh, and your uh, uh, well, carbohydrates, it's very it's easy for the body to produce the ketones instead to to uh, to, f- to fill the gap of glucose. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, when you start out a ketogenic diet, all your muscles want glucose to work before they get adapted. Then the body produces a lot of ketones. After a while when you get adapted, your need for ketones get less because your 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 muscles actually use the fat directly. So not everything gets converted into ketones. It's when you're keto adapted, the the, mo- the, the the brain and the heart is, is the most consumers of ketones. So when you're fat adapted, and if you want high ketone levels, you have to actually trick the body into um, do stuff like, well, if you're fasting, that's one way. Uh, if you're doing strength exercise, that's one way to deplete your glycogen stores and then your ketosis will will raise
2: okay
1: so it's interesting how you're saying then um if someone is only looking at their beta hydroxybutyrate their blood test to for their level of ketosis but it it doesn't mean that you have the deeper the better so the higher the number the better um in this case that yeah a fat adapted person doesn't have to be doesn't mean that they're going to have say ketone levels in their blood of 3 or 4 all the time um because the the body is is managing it more efficiently but they'll definitely be in a nutritional ketosis level of above 0.5 millimolar is that correct
0: uh well i i don't think that nutritional ketosis is is in in uh, is measurable in in, uh, in in blood uh it's uh, because of the Nutritional ketosis is is more that your body is producing the ketones, and, and uh, as I said, the the beta hydroxybutyrate is a buffer. So even if you're in low ketosis for a long time, you will get a high. You could get a high beta hydroxybutyrate if you don't use it. If you're in high ketosis, you can get a higher beta hydroxybutyrate in a shorter time. You see the difference.
1: Mm, um, I'm trying to just get, wrap my head around that. So you could be in low, low ketosis level of ketosis. And
0: build up over time a higher beta-hydroxybutyrate. Or you can be in high ketosis and build up a high level of beta-hydroxybutyrate in a shorter
1: time. Okay. So, So the relationship is that if you're in deep ketosis, in high ketosis, you will naturally have high levels of beta hydroxybutyrate? Is that right?
0: Um it depends on if you're using them or not. Okay.
1: And that's why you're I guess what I'm trying to wrap my head around here is when you're looking to see if your body is fat adapted, which is why you needed to know you're fat adapted for managing epilepsy, that you found then measuring using the blood measuring strips might not have been the most efficient way you'd you'd, you prefer to also have that knowledge of what's coming out through
2: acetone
0: what i want to know is that my body is producing uh what caused my body to produce ketones um if i measure beta hydroxybutyrate it could be zero because i've been uh, out running or I was lifting a big sofa from one room to another, another. I mean, you, you, when body needs energy, it takes it where it can get it. And beta hydroxybutyrate is just a buffer of excess ketones. It doesn't mean that you're actually producing ketones. You ha- it means that you have produced ketones. You have it in the blood mm. available for, for use whenever. Okay. So yeah. so, so the, aceto, the acetone is coming from the acetoacetate. So if the acetoacetate isn't used for energy, it gets stored as beta hydroxybutyrate. Okay. But acetone is coming from the acetoacetate, not from the beta hydroxybutyrate. Mm-hmm. And that's, so that's why, why, why the correlation is. In some cases, in, in 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 study environments where you just sit down and eat a lot of uh, ketogenic meals and do nothing, of course, uh, you produce a lot of ketones and you don't use a lot of energy, so they get buffered in blood and you and you get acetone from from uh, from the acetoacetate acetate. So both increase, but in normal life, you actually Take your bike to work or you walk upstairs and you do stuff uh, so the beta-doxybutyrate isn't isn't uh um, going to be the same level of, of of burning fat it tells you that you have been mm-hmm. no. burning fat or taking exogenous ketones
1: yeah and that's where i wanted to maybe take us down that line a bit because i had i did have a ketone researcher on the show Brianna Stubbs, and she was mentioning how a lot of people are misconceived if they think oh i take an exogenous ketone i've raised my ketone levels um that i'll be losing weight by burning fat and she she was trying to get the point across that people mustn't take exogenous exogenous ketones thinking that they're burning fat because they've like you said they've actually just tricked their body they've just given their body ketones but the body hasn't sourced those ketones from breaking down its own fat.
0: Exactly. The, the process isn't uh, reversible uh, more than that beta hydroxybutyrate could get into acetoacetate. It doesn't increase your fat burning. Uh, it might give people extra energy to go to the gym, however. And that makes them use more energy. So and, and uh, tap into the fat stores. Um,
1: so you, in your case, then to manage a condition like epilepsy, you would, you feel that it's better to rather go through the natural process of breaking down your own fat for the for the ketones versus taking a supplement.
0: Um, for managing epilepsy, exogenous ketones could be one way. If you cannot, if, if you don't um, do it the diet way, it could be one way to to uh, to give your brain the alternative fuel. But I think that the sugar and insulin itself actually makes a damage to the brain. So to uh, and especially as I was diagnosed with a brain tumor i do want to keep my blood sugar very low as low as possible uh, so there's there's more benefits of, le- of producing your own ketones than than drinking them
1: mm. and that's in that point where you were saying how you want to keep you want to know that you're keeping your glucose down that your body's controlling it better the acetone is better to understand that because I like the graphs that you shared where you showed, uh, was it a five-day water fast where the beta-hydroxybutyrate in the blood was rising, uh, but the acetone wasn't doing the same. But I think it was about day four, both acetone and glucose dropped. Well, acetone went up and glucose dropped at the same time. So it showed nicely that you could use acetone to understand when you were managing your glucose better. If your acetone was going up, it meant you were dropping your glucose levels.
0: Exactly. Um, and that is something that people get confused uh, because they they think that if I do 24 hours fast, I will be in very high ketosis. But it depends on your liver. If your liver have a lot of glycogen, uh, it may t- take uh, two or three days before actually your, your your body needs to produce more ketones. And the, the interest, interesting thing in that graph with the beta hydroxybutyrate is that when I had 1.0 millimolar per liter beta hydroxybutyrate, I had a blood sugar of, what was it, uh, seven, something, 6.87. And I had the same blood glucose, 6.8 when I had like 3.5 or something millimolar in, in blood, in beta-hydroxybutyrate. Oh, so, so the the beta-hydroxybutyrate is not a, a good predictor of, of uh, having um, control over your blood sugar. The, the acetone was completely following the glucose. Mm. And, and this is not one. It, it's uh, it's actually three or four weekly fasts that that shown this and um, the response I, I got from other is 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 uh, much the same. So, so the glucose and the ac- acetoacetate, uh, the acetone follows each other.
1: So I I like that knowing that information because we, we've been talking about the ketogenic dieting and raising ketones to manage. Uh, Medical condition like epilepsy, but a majority of people out there are going keto or low carb and wanting to raise ketones for weight loss and and type two diabetes management, for example, and managing the and insulin resistance. And I like the information you shared there. That instead of someone focusing then on measuring their blood ketone levels, if they're just in the situation where they want to get you know manage their glucose levels better, that potentially actually the ketonics device measuring your acetone is a better Way to also know that your your body is um, converting into ketones versus glucose, and your glucose levels are going to be a little bit more controlled because you could be that, that that was fascinating. That you found like yeah, you have a very high ketone level in your beta hydroxybutyrate in your blood, but it doesn't mean that your bl- your blood glucose is
2: well controlled. Exactly. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay. Um So you.
1: I, I'm always interested in um, also knowing how to measure and when to measure and how how, how many times in a day. So, for example, like um, glucose testing, postprandial. So, someone would prick their finger up two hours after meal to check what that meal did to their blood glucose levels. But um, I don't hear much about people trying to say talk about how to optimize your ketone levels that like should you be checking your ketone levels like 30 minutes after eating a meal or 2 hours eating a meal or uh morning versus evening uh, could you give any insight how many times a day you should be t- maybe checking
2: your ketone levels for optimal health
0: um when i when i made this device myself <clears throat> i wanted to um to know how different things affected my my ketosis so i actually could optimize my ketosis by, by 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 adjusting my lifestyle so i wanted the device to be reusable so i could test a lot so i do test a lot i test when i wake up i test after my morning coffee i test um uh almost every hour to see how my body works. Uh, the other day I had some, some vegetables, some carrots in a, in a, in a coleslaw and that wasn't good for my ketosis. The day after I was in very low ketosis. So if I just continue to eat my, my chicken and my um, spinach, I would have a much higher ketosis in the morning. The morning ketosis is always low because of your circadian rhythm. So the the glucose and and the cortisol levels are always making your body try to wake up. So your ketosis is is low in the morning for most people. Um, And then I can see it racing through the day. Uh, If I do training exercise in the evening, fat burning exercise a long time uh i will i will definitely have a higher ketosis in the morning too so that's when it gets interesting and that is what the device is 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 to be used for to to find out what works for you Mm. there isn't a um there isn't any magic numbers um If you have a four ppm or or six ppm or three ppm, doesn't really matter. It's it's actually your value. It's your body. Your body doesn't work like everybody else, so you cannot even you cannot compare my morning values to your morning values because you have a different different energy need. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's for determining your own way of living. Uh, if you if you have uh have, have good ketones after eating um bacon and eggs well that's fine for you. But if you drink for example uh, I tested the exogenous ketones. I was out for I was not in ketosis for six hours after one drink, ketone ketone um esters uh and that's and i was puzzled about this how could the ketone esters actually get me out of ketosis in such a bad way was it's, it's,
1: sorry was this the esters or the salts that you took
0: uh i, I don't well oh, because probably, of
1: oh, okay, it's going to be the ketone salts then yeah because yeah. the, the esters are only just yeah, they're not even commercially available yet but no.
0: that, that's fascinating uh, yeah
1: could you explain that then so you yeah, you uh, took you, you took uh a supplement to raise beta-hydroxybutyrate, or key, you know, a ketone salt, and it and you found it and actually knocked you out of the,
0: it did your, your um, ketone
1: and this is your bre- your breath acetone again
2: dropped.
0: Uh, I uh, well, my breath acetone dropped and actually my glucose went up a bit. So um, there's a lot of energy in this drink, and uh, I, I was speaking to Peter Defty and and others uh, at, at this conference and. Uh, well like I said it's it's uh, perfectly logical because if you put in a lot of end product in your system, why should your body create more? I mean it's uh it doesn't need more energy. This drink was a lot of energy. So of course my, my ketonics uh well, well not my ketonics, my my ketosis stopped. It's it's like drinking um drinking alcohol. I mean the body used that instead. Ketosis gets shut off for a while until the alcohol is burnt off and then it just continues
1: okay so yeah uh, again, I love that uh, because what you're doing is biohacking you're testing your own physiology your n equals one it, your 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 own experiment, and you can you've got the data because you've got your device and you can track things and then you can you can play you can play with different substances like a, a keto salt or Veg different vegetables and actually track what it does to your body and if that's what yeah. where you want to be going
0: actually this the software I made uh you can donate your your values to research so we actually got a couple of hundred thousand uh, data points on using ketonics and, and using uh whatever other stuff. So actually, uh, I gave this, um, database to, um, uh, Marty Kendall He's having, uh, he has a, a blog, which is, uh, optimizingnutrition.com. So he got all these data points and, and actually found that, uh, high beta hydroxybutyrate is not maybe what you really are after. It's a it's a better measure if you if you want to burn fat. The uh, a better measure is is breath acetone.
2: Okay,
1: so if so, and that again comes around to what the majority of people are actually going low carb and ketogenic for is weight management. So in this case, one other than looking at what the scale is doing, if you want to know if you're actually in good fat burning mode, you could you could use your breath acetone. To see, as long as that's going up, then your body is actually utilizing fat for energy. Exactly. Yeah. So,
2: it, but
0: so- I mean, I know why why people using uh, blood uh, ketones to measure that. It's very simple. It's very simple for doctors. They they done that for 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 many years. They take your blood anyway, and they take one drop, and it's very simple to make. To find out the concentration in them that simple drop. Uh, it's not so simple. It, uh, it's not that hard either, but to make a, a proper measure with, with, a, with a breathalyzer is uh, there is technique uh, because the highest concentration is in the bottom of your lungs. So that's what people do. Well, they fail. They, they actually inhale before they exhale into the ketonics. And just like swimming, uh, they sometimes can't get the last air out. So when you're crawling, uh, when you're swimming, uh, you actually get in too much air in your lungs. So you feel that you you get panic after a while. So the, the, the good technique is to find how much air you should have in your lungs when you start exhaling into the ketonic so you actually get the the lowest air from your lung out into the sensor and uh, by doing that you 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 can actually feel the panic so a a good technique is when you feel the same panic. panic Yeah, uh, you get the same feeling every time.
1: Okay, so yeah, because I wanted to uh, go down there to actually educate people how to use the device efficiently. Um, so because it, it it's what you've invented here is so simple, where you can just I've got it on my computer here. We I've just plugged the USB port in. It's powering up the unit, and it's a blue light saying ready to go. And as you said, most people would think, okay, take a deep breath in, and then blow into the device. But that's not that's not the way you want to be doing it you actually want to just be in a comfortable place where you feel okay ready and then you just blow and you keep blowing into the the device till you feel like you can't blow anymore that's that's the optimal way of
0: testing well actually you you blow five seconds more
2: oh right you you, can't
0: blow anything more you can you can actually push push a bit more out So, so so
1: you could be blowing on this for quite Quite a little while because if you yeah I found like I can keep blowing 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 but you just got so it's not just a three second test it's like okay keep blow 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 blah 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 and you're saying like really get to that point and do you think okay now I need to take a breath but then that's when you want to be checking
0: yeah I think you you get too much air in into your lungs before you do the breath test so I've been telling people now on the conferences that. We've been having workshops on the conferences. So I just say that read a book, breathe through your nose, and before you breathe in, you put the mouthpiece to your mouth and then exhale as long as you possibly can. And that shouldn't be hard. Just a, a very smooth blow until you cannot get anything more out. Okay. And, and that would get them into the most... Um, what do you say? Uh, the, the readings will be very uh, accurate then.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And then you've, and as I mentioned, you've, you've developed the device, the de- device even more. There's more versions, more current versions of it, even what I've got. And there's software linked to that now. And so you've got the devices able to take those measurements and then graph it for someone on software on their laptop. Is it?
0: Yeah. Um, you can graph it on 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 the website you can graph it on your laptop or the new one you have your mobile device so you uh you have your android or iphone or tablet so you just need that you don't need a computer actually
1: oh wow and it does that do it th- um because do, i don't i haven't used the software do you have to manually input the number then into your no, phone no, no, or no. your tablet
0: no it's uh it's via, Bluetooth. So
1: Okay. Wow. So so now you yeah, you don't have to technically understand numbers. You your device will just talk to your phone, your app on your yeah. phone or something, and it will graph it for you.
0: Yeah. So you got a different uh I don't know if you see it. Yeah, I
1: can see that. Uh there's a gauge for for anyone who's listening. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's... so there is a uh, th- this scale here uh is from zero to hundred and uh, hundred ppm is is very high. That is almost ketoacidosis, I would say. Uh normal people get into about zero to ten, maybe. So I've got a zoom here. Makes it simple for them. And the green area is actually Marking, um, nutritional ketosis. I found it in a, in a review of breath ketones.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, somebody made a, a, a scale, uh, for, for, um, breath ketones. So nutritional ketosis is between 4 and 30 ppm. And, uh, then you get a very high ketosis up to 80 and uh, above 80 ppm that's that's really really
2: more dying. of a problem yeah
0: that, that is a, a issue yes
1: yeah problem. okay so in your personal case then where where do you tend to float between do you find
0: I'm um, i'm about four five six in the morning ppm
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i might be to 25 35 in the evening
1: and that's when you're right. um you're that's like your deeper ketosis then at, at the yeah. end of the day yeah okay yeah i love that graph that makes it so simple to understand that because and uh because i actually wanted to ask you um about acetone measurement levels because people who might understand with beta hydroxybutyrate it's millimolar per liter and the 0.5 and the ones and the twos but with acetone and the older version that i had it was the the, the light color change and the flicker but i didn't know about the ppm the parts per million so four, four new, ppm in uh, acetone is what you're uh, looking to achieve
0: that, that, that's the new meters we we correlated them to to another instrument so you see ppm acetone Mm-hmm. which is in, in the literature. Um, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, that's, so, that's good
1: to know. So, and, um, and that's and for you personally, when you're, you so would you say you're always in nutritional ketosis or ketosis then to end your case versus cyclical where you're bouncing in and out of it?
0: No, uh, no, I'm not, uh, because I'm experimenting a lot. So, um, i do i do test with a lot of protein i do test with different vegetables uh uh different amount of wine for example i mean two glass of wine in the evening it won't get me out of ketosis that the day after but three three glass will so that, that that's one test i made it that is uh, that is useful mm-hmm uh and does that
1: matter between the grapes even i'm just interested between red wine and white wine or rosé
0: um it definitely has to do with the amount of sugar in 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 the wine
1: Uh, so it Uh, will depend on the brand of the wine and how they've made it
0: in sweden we have uh markings on the wine so you can see how many grams per liter there is so we, we always choose less than three grams per liter uh when i was in san diego the other year uh there was a wine a keto wine producer or seller Mm -hmm. Uh, he had the same wines that i normally drink so um, i don't think that was any special wine really just uh any wine that is uh, less than three grams
1: okay um yeah because i guess there are might be some people listening who think oh can i still drink any alcohol and and maintain fat burning and you you know can i have some fun by drinking (laughs) still and you're saying yeah if you you can use the ketonics here and see maybe yeah you're a a two glass wine person if you want to stay in ketosis but um if you go too heavy then yeah just know you it's going to take you a period of time to adapt again to get back into that mode
0: yeah and and with, with the ketonics you, you see that how how long it will take until you get back on track again
1: yeah uh, yeah I, I, again i didn't quite realize the power that you could utilize the data that you're getting from the ketonics in that sense there because i'm hearing more and more now from what you're saying about that correlation well that the relationship between glucose and acetone in your breath and so even here eating different foods or taking different substances which could be changing your glucose level will be changing your acetone level in a way
0: as fast yeah
1: yeah and fast so, so what if you
0: Yeah, say taking your your, your breath ketones once a day doesn't say very much mm. say
1: and that comes back to why you want to be and that's the beauty of the device you can use it multiple times a day and get those data points like every hour or an hour after food or a particular substance and see what your body's actually doing now with the energy you've just taken in yeah yeah so booze is a good one we've just mentioned that um any yeah. particular foods that you found very i mean you mentioned vegetables which i think would be fascinating <laughs> that yeah you you found certain vegetables were actually maybe a bit of a nutritional ketosis issue for you
0: yeah uh well th- th- that's commonly known that that you shouldn't eat vegetables coming from underneath uh, ground uh, but anyway i wanted to test because uh, i i like col- coleslaw and and things like that so i was testing how much can i eat
2: mm. to
0: not get too much out of ketosis so so i can just manage my i can still i can still have uh, a few um a few uh, sushi things and still be in ketosis the, the day after or i can make my own sushi with uh, what do you call it cauliflower rice mm-hmm. instead and then be in normal ketosis the day, the day after so it's a it's a trial and error i mean you eat something and you see how does it affect me mm. um, like, like the exogenous ketones that just drops that was i dropped like a stone and then i was took me six hours to get back
1: mm. so rice also then is definitely a problem so the a dosage of rice in your case because for me yes yes and, and again everyone's physiology is different with uh, how their insulin responses are and their body's looking for energy uh, uh- mct oils Cause that's very common on uh, people going keto or low carb that they they also add in M- potentially mct oils or different versions of mct into the diet have you played around with that to see what it does to you
0: um in the beginning i uh it was more effective um it it's not as effective now for some reason i don't know um so it, I mean the body adopts and, and, and changes, so even if one does a test one year ago and, and does it again, the results could be different because your body adjusted to to, to what you're doing mm-hmm. uh, If I drink a coffee with cream in it, my ketosis will um, will, it will uh, decrease. So the cream in the coffee is not it's not good for me. If so I drink have, just yeah. coffee, it's no issue at all. So,
2: and have
1: you tried butter in your coffee?
0: Yes, I, I, I have. Uh, when the cream is out, I use butter and uh, and, uh, and uh, coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and and any correlation there? Any anything you could
0: find? Well, that doesn't decrease as much as a cream but it doesn't raise it too much either. So um, black coffee is better for me in the mornings if I want to have to raise to, to get my levels up. So I just do sort of fasting with with uh, just black coffee. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I personally, I found the I, I, the feeling of drinking because I, I like high fat coffees and yeah. um, a cream, a, a double cream coffee for me I don't feel as good as if I have a a butter coffee. I feel, I feel much better actually having coffee with butter. Um, I find the butter and the caffeine work much better versus even cream and having milk and coffee. Yeah. You'll really feel if you're caffeine sensitive, you'll really feel the effects I find in that situation. But, um, so we were, we were talking about, um, yeah, with the, the butter and the coffee there. So, how much fat do you eat now? Because I know I was reading originally that you were to manage your epilepsy, you, you were on the more classical ketogenic range, which was very high fat. Are you you don't need to stay there anymore now because you're you've managed your?
0: Yeah, uh, uh, at one time I had extra butter to everything, but now I, I tend to uh, try to reduce the fat more um i could use it i could actually do some kilos it, it wouldn't wouldn't hurt me uh, i'm trying to uh, i'm planning of running a marathon in next year so uh, i will try to reduce my my cream and coffee and, uh, and fat until i get down to, to, to the level i want okay and uh, that, that was actually what I wanted
1: to ask. You, you mentioned fasting. What, what's been your experience with fasting and your your performance or your, your ketosis levels?
0: Um, if it wasn't as I mean, the, the, it is the social issue that that is the problem uh, to sit to not being to not sit down with your kids and eat. Uh, I don't think that's uh, a good thing uh when you sit down with the kids to eat you should eat something uh, i don't think it's good for them just to to see the uh, the father don't eat anything i think they they should have a sort of a role model how to, to eat healthy even if they don't eat <laughs> uh what i eat so they should they should get some kind of uh, picture of uh of eating as an adult, what well, that could be. So, um, uh, I've been limiting my 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 my, um, my fasting to uh, just eat once a day in the evening with my kids. But I've done uh, several weeks of of fasting, and uh, I can say when when the acetone level gets up and the sugar gets down, I feel much better when you get when your ketones get high then you feel much better i don't want to f- stop i mean if i start on a monday the friday i don't want to to, to start eating for the whole for a weekend or for another week or, or whatever I, I don't feel hungry at all
1: mm. okay so you you've personally found at the moment you're you like to have one big meal at the end of the day is that that's more optimal for you is it
0: yeah it works yeah, yeah.
1: okay And uh, you did mention protein earlier. And I know a lot of people freak out about protein and gluconeogenesis and it's going to knock them out of ketosis. Anything you found?
0: I think that's very individual uh, depending on your lifestyle. Um, It's not, I mean, if you calculate the the ketogenic ratio and stuff, uh, 54% is glycogenic of, of the protein but um depending on your energy status, if you are full of energy uh it might get into glucose and and and, uh, and get stored. but if you're exercising a lot it's um i don't think i think you can go maybe two grams per lean mass uh even mm-hmm uh but you can also get very low i mean if you if you if you just sit in an office all day i don't think you need much protein at all i mean you, you can get down to 0.7 grams per kilo or lean weight
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so it depends on what you're doing it's uh some are sensitive to it some are not so mm-hmm.
1: and i guess this is, this comes back to you could use the device to grow off yourself and see like yeah. if i have a massive big steak um just on its um what does that how does my body respond after that exactly yeah okay and uh and i know it's we're, we're talking a lot about adults and but even children here um they can use the ketonics device you, as a parent you could it could just for fun you could see if your child is producing acetone
2: i don't know
0: yeah um i have two kids now one is 11 one is 7 and um, three years back uh, when we started this out uh, I made some experiments with them and uh, there there was not, not a big issue to to teach somebody that is three years old how to do the the, the correct measure so it, it's workable children less than three years could be an issue to 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 explain how how they should uh, to measure that but I'm uh, I'm developing prototypes for for small kids uh dogs and uh I even had a request for for making a device for cows. Mm. So uh there is an interest in, in the animal segment too. Mhm. Uh
2: <laughs> well I can imagine
1: trying to optimize um the beef industry or the dairy industry, but, but the farmers being able to check the health of the cows through there. The, I mean,
0: the cows eat grass. I mean, how, how would they not stop eating candy and, and, and cakes? I mm. mean, they don't eat candy and cakes, they eat grass. Yeah. So,
1: well, hopefully most of all, yeah. Cause I guess some farmers will, are feeding grain based top yeah. ups and that. So then they're checking what's happening to the, the animal then. Um, what well, I'd like to end off it maybe with is that uh, story of um, Allison and the, what she used your device for. Would you mind explaining her story?
0: Yeah, um, she was she was uh, sitting one day and and making bacon's uh, at her home, and um, her husband found her in front of the bacon's burning. And she didn't do anything. Uh, So he thought something must be wrong with you. So he he took her to a hospital and uh, they found she had a big brain tumor that was aggressive. Um, And um, they, before they they, they actually took it out, it was big like a baseball. So her eyes were almost popping out of her, of the sockets and, uh, it looked real bad, and, and she said that when she got woke up from from the operation, they said you're lucky because you can walk, you can talk, you can do anything, and uh, but you will be back uh, in a month or so, and we have to uh, make this operation again, and uh, it's going to be worse. You're not going to survive this. But she, she she was determined to, to to find a solution on this. She didn't want to die, and she found out that the Warburg effect had uh, well. Some had a lot of good experience with the Warburg effect that lowering your glucose will not feed the cancer cells. So she started a ketogenic diet and um, she actually used uh, ketonics to to determine what worked for her. And um, that was lucky because her body could not metabolize uh, coconut uh, oil in the same way as, as it does for many. So by eating coconut oil, it actually raised her glucose. So it lowered her ketosis. So if she continued doing what other people were doing, uh, like fat bombs, uh, bulletproof coffees or whatever, just living on that. She, she says herself that she wouldn't be living any longer, but now she's, uh, she's have no issues, uh, no, nothing with cancer or anything else. And that's three years ago or something.
1: Wow. So Alison's still with us today. She's still alive. Yeah.
0: Very so-
2: much.
1: So, she had a baseball-sized tumor pulled out and her doctor said it's it's aggressive, it's coming back and unfortunately, you're not going to survive the next episode and she managed to to biohack her own diet and go, right, I need to get into ketosis to stop feeding the cancer cells with glucose and she was able to, through acetone measurement, figure out something. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So, taking coconut oil was a no-no for her because it would knock her out of a deep ketosis.
0: So. Um, she was talking about this in uh, Vail uh, two years ago, and that is uh, available on, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can just look on Alison Gannett and uh, ketosis. Mm.
1: Yeah, I'm going uh, to link to that in the show notes to this episode. Yeah, yeah it's going to be fascinating.
0: I also have a, a user that called me. He had uh prostate cancer, and by doing this diet, he got rid of that. So it it is a powerful diet.
2: Yeah, and I think that's
1: from all the researchers that I've interviewed and spoken about with an interest in ketones. it, it is the therapeutic use of ketones and ketosis, and uh, and for metabolic diseases and cancers. Uh, that's where it, a lot of the interest is going in. Yeah, there are people who can't wait around who develop cancer. And it, it's, it's fantastic when you hear stories of people who, who with cancer at the moment who go the full hog like a own experiment and they get a positive
2: result. So it's nice to know. And let's just uh, diet.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know or anybody doesn't know that. Well, what happens if you have cancer and you eat exogenous ketones? Will that work or not? Mm. I think not because beta-hydroxybutyrate doesn't lower your 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 sugar.
2: Yeah, I think that's the biggest
1: takeaway I think I've got from this Michelle what you've explained to me is that again that relationship between glucose and acetone and that but that glucose and beta-hydroxybutyrate don't correlate perfectly together that you could be false maybe can you could be um I don't want to say falsifying, but that you think, all oh, right, I've got high beta-hydroxybutyrate, therefore I must be better controlling my glucose, but that's not always the case. I think that's the biggest takeaway I'm getting from yeah. this too. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. So for any listeners here who now uh, want to get themselves a ketonics device, what's the best way to to
2: um, get one?
0: Well, um you can uh, you can get links from if you're in the US there is a U- US distributor if you're in Australia there is uh Australian distributor or you can buy from us the the international shop okay. uh, so we are five people working there uh we are three who quit our jobs just to complete the mission of helping others uh there is uh, to others that uh, help us, three others that actually help us uh, part-time. We're, we're doing this too. So we are dedicating our our, our full time to help others with issues. Mm-hmm.
2: Fantastic.
0: It's a ketogenic, ketogenic diet. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, thank you so much for dedicating that because, yeah, you've really um, opened up the the world of ketosis and just biohacking research there it's so much more and you've educated me even more today about the device um i knew about it but not not as much nowhere near as much as what i understand about the power of being able to use the ketonics now for different situations so thank you so much for sharing that
0: thank you for for inviting me to the show
2: cool.